And so, <laughs> so, <laughs> puts his hand over the mouth pad and he just twats it! Just twats it! it! Oh, just twats it! I, I, listen, I'm used to having to bench stump a little bit. Like That's that's true, that's true. We're, we're, hi, everyone. Hi. Big Dubcast. Hi. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, Chris. I'm a Mac Johnson. And I'm Matt, Master of Percussive Maintenance Watson. <laughs> We're recording in my office, and I just said to Matt, "Like, go on, tap the mouse pad, just because the thing was hovering over recording audacity." And you just kind of, I think, I think, I think, I think you took out any grievances you've been carrying with you throughout the week uh, on the Mac just then in one tiny. Listen, little... I've got powerful fingers. It was it was over nine thousand. <laughs> just kami yami yard that motherfucker. It's, Kame, Jesus! It's a Mac. You've got to tease it and, and 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 caress it like it was a beautiful penis. Listen, I've got one thing to say to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I got something to say to you. Now I just need to get those old Magnum adverts out. What it was the it was the chocolate cracker <gasps> in that very that? very musical way. Yeah, in a way that Magnum's. Do not crack. No, they don't crack like that. They're also never perfectly shaped. They're, never. They're, they've always got a bit of a, a sloped head. Rather well, like the head of a penis. Oh, fuck. You know, just sort of... I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that they're a, a, the end of a bell, or a bell's oh, end, right, okay. if you will, but they do kind of have that, like, like hooded... More like the swell of a bell. A bell swell. Bell swell. I tell you what. We're starting strong this week, everybody. My, my bell's swelling. Oh, uh, no. Welcome, everyone. You should probably go to the doctor. You might need to, like, clean under there. Has been five better. hours yeah. as well. Oh. So it's just a, it's a concoction. Ooh. It's a concoction. Oh. Hey, everyone. It's uh, 10.25 in the morning, and we've had a fucking great start to this recording day. Um, well, you probably had a great one. How did your morning go? Uh, I got up and I caught up on... Um, what if? Because mm. Keats was thoroughly underwhelmed by the first episode. Oh, so she didn't gravitate toward no. the second one. So Whereas much. I thought, that, well, we'll talk about the second <clears> one later. So. Did, did Keats catch any of it, or did you? No, wait she, 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 she went to work. Do so. you think you're gonna have to nudge her to be like, I think you should probably watch this one? I don't know if I liked it that much. Interesting. Oh my god. I mean, I liked it, but I don't know if Holy I liked it. Holy biscotti! I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I loved it. So if I don't love it, I don't think she'll like it. You're the Mark Bernardin of this bitch. It finally yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, finally it finally happened. happened. Can, can Dear I Penthouse, I never thought it would happen to me. That's um, your secret? Yeah. I prefer Mark Bernardin's opinions on that show to Kevin Smith's. What? I, I um, generally prefer Mark Bernardin's opinions to Kevin Smith's because, bless Kevin, he does think with his heart, doesn't he? Yeah. And do you, know just what? Like, do you know what? That's admirable. I, like, like, I wish I liked everything. Yeah, I love that he loves everything, but he does love Everything. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I don't love? What? My fucking morning. What? <sighs> yeah, my morning jacket, why not? Well, I woke up this morning. I had a shit. <laughs> then I got out of bed. No, so I, I um, got up at like five o'clock feeling weird. My eyes glued together because hay fever's decided to hit me in the last like weeks of summer for some reason. As someone who gets up regularly at five o'clock, it does feel fucking weird. Like, I. Mm. Oh no no I, I I yeah but I just I, I just stirred and couldn't open my eyes I felt like fucking you know the seers in Abe's Exodus 
You know, like in the beginning, they're just like the eyes are sewn shut. The ironically like, oh. named see it, yeah. Yeah, ha ha. Ah. I um so I so that after I prized them up and I was like, Why have I woken up? I've been having really elaborate horror horror video game style dreams. So I went to the bathroom and I came out to bed and I didn't wake up again till later and I had to help Lou get ready and then I'd text you and said like, "Hi, right, I'll be over soon-ish, just a bit later than planned, um, I'm getting ready now. And then the fucking hot water didn't work. <laughs> so I had to climb up into the loft, but before I had to do that, because we've not been in the loft for a couple of months, I had to get the hoover out and hoover all these dead wood lice and spiders off of the hatch before they fell on me. Ah, and yes. then like the mild arachnophobe that I am had to scurry through that bastard thing and be like, right, I've got to lie down on the... I'm running choice of words for an arachnophobe. Ah, very, ah, what a tangled story we what weave. A, what a tangled web we shit. Ah, <laughs> so I managed to get it working. But the point is, that's why Matt's here, because he very um, helpfully and kindly went, I'll just come to you. <laughs> yeah, you so much. Like, we, 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 we'll do a remote record. It's like, dude, I can come to you now. Mate. Oh, yeah, that's true. Whistle and I'll come to you. <laughs> but there's also... A partial reason why I was like, should we put this episode off at some point today to either later today or tomorrow, as annoying as that would be? Because unfortunately, the news, Matt, the news is fucking with us. So let's talk about the big story as of this recording, <laughs> because I have a feeling this will be yesterday's bastard news by Thursday night. Well, actually, by Thursday night, it'll be two three days ago. God news. damn it, sir. <laughs> This morning, this is why you on, keep you on, payroll. on the fair internet, <laughs> <laughs> this morning on the fair, fair, beautiful, not at all hostile internet, some mad bastard genius leaked a previs version of the Spider-Man No Way Home teaser trailer. Oh God, I'm going to hate this, aren't I? Except... They didn't leak it how you were thinking. It's a screenshot. No, it's a, it's a mobile phone screening it. Mobile phone being held vertically. It being shown horizontally. Ah. Now, this might have been the original leak, because apparently the original leak was on TikTok, but the video that's done the rounds and survived since is someone filming a vertical phone playing a horizontal video in the middle of its screen at a distance in piss-poor resolution. In today's economy. There are shots in this and voiceover in this that are like, yes, that's from the filming of this movie for definite. Like, yeah. Which is why it's 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 being put into a into a, the category of this is probably the print. And there's like there's like uh, I think it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, folks out there. I think it's like Portuguese subtitles over certain parts of it, obviously showing where edits and things are going to be done. There are visual effects not apparent, like explosions, but with green panels in the background. So like obviously green screen environments haven't been put in yet. Certain characters without their appendages, ha! but um, blue circles where those things are going to be oh, CGI'd so this in. Is a, this, is a, this is a TDK entering the Marvel Universe. <laughs> the detachable kid! Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have hey, thunk he it? was drinking Mr. Pibbs, alright? Give him his the, pibs. Let's ponder the question. What if? Um, let's ponder the question. The Nathan. Villian, civilian pavilion. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. Brilliant. Love it. Anyway. Um, Let us ponder the question. Big damn hero, sir. Why? Ain't we just? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ponder the question. Insert weasel noise. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's like, that's likely the Spider-Man No Way Home teaser trailer. Show me. If that is the... Ca no. Oh. Because it's so piss poor resolution, 
It gives you nothing, my sir. Show me. It gives you fuck all. Show but, uh, me. I'll show you on mute for the copyright for copyright reasons if show I can find me it. the monkey. But 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 let me see if I can find the fucker because of course the original source one and the shared version of it on Twitter have been deleted since uh, copyright Sony Pictures. Oh dear. It's adding more validity to it, but not just that. The person who posted it on Twitter first. Uh, has been sort of making jokes like, please don't, please don't sue me, uh, Disney, hello. Uh. But yeah, so this is okay. this is the version right. that's doing the rounds now. Phone filming a phone, filming a phone, right? That's so some there stuff. Are, there are definite new shots. That, that's, that's Tom Holland. That's the whole yeah. school looking at him and judging him. Yeah. Um, again, like this, this is vague because it may not be true, so don't worry about spoilers too that's, much, folks. There was some Marissa Tomei there. Yeah, there's some, and you know, you got your logos and, and your Columbia Pictures Sony that's, bullshit, that's and the, that's, that's, the, that's that's a certain Sorcerer yeah, Supreme who we know is in the film, and he is wearing like casual jacket, yeah, costume which the Funko Pop has. Cash, cash, cash. Stephen Strange. So that kind of lends into maybe what we were suggesting that they're going to do the, the the one more day, brand new day kind of one moment in time. Doctor Strange is going to help retcon the identity thing. Wong in a big coat. Um, Why not? Which makes me happy. I mean, Benedict Wong just makes me happy, full stop. So this it's, seems like a story it's... teaser trail so far, setting up things and things yeah. and stuff. And then, oh, some portly kind of things. Doctor Strange is playing a heavy role in this, so the toys available at Walmart aren't lying. In case anyone wonders why I keep talking, it's because I'm giving you a visual description, but also making yeah. sure none of the audio plays in the podcast. Also because I can't fucking see That's shit. Totally fa- it's, it's so cool. bad, right? Isn't yeah. it so bad? I mean, I don't mind. It's just going to be It's gonna be like, oh, neat, I, I can't wait to see this look, proper. It's someone has screen-capped the edit Mm. at some point so this is someone working for Columbia or whatever oh yeah shit I didn't even notice that that's the fucking UI of whatever editing program yep. is around it yeah oh uh, shit yeah that's really cool so, like, multiple shot there so is that a repeat or is yeah. that the video being shot twice uh, like so there's a lot of previs there's a yeah, lot of previs yeah that is shit right there and this which I'll get on in a minute the previs thing but as you can see, Doctor Strange, a lot of outer body stuff. The Iron Spider suit again, which makes me happy because I love them big damn arms. Ooh, uh, some yellow just... zappy visual effects. Yellow zappies. There. Yellow zappies. Not blue zappies. Yellow and then, zappies. Oh. This moment. Oh. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. So, that's the thing. Now, a couple things. It was Spider-Man's birthday earlier this month. It was the character's 600th birthday. It was the character's 59th anniversary. Yeah, 61, 62. Yeah, 62 was uh, Amazing Fantasy 15. So, that's considered his birthday year. Um, So, it was his 59th birthday. And people suspected that on August 2nd or whatever, it was going to be like, they're going to put the trailer out. They didn't. And I understand why. They're giving Shang-Chi the spotlight. Yeah. Sorry, Shang-Chi. We've been saying it wrong okay. this entire time. The trailers cool. have been clarifying it. Shang-Chi. They've been giving Shang-Chi the spotlight. Um, and that absolutely is fair. Uh, the fact they brought out an Eternals trailer, which we'll talk about, um, suggests that they're just ramping up the marketing for that, because that is, of course, the next release to come out. But Shang-Chi's in, like, what, two weeks? Yes. So you have a feeling that the Spidey trailer is close. Like the Spidey trailer is. Cl- have you seen the Shang-Chi, any Shang-Chi like, teaser reviews or, or discussions? Because apparently the fight scenes are not only like being recognised as inspired by, but have now been confirmed 
as being inspired by the early works of Jackie Chan. Brilliant. So we're getting some like really fun, ridiculous choreography. Because I know there's loads of TV spots coming along. I've, I've been avoiding yeah. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the last yeah. full trailer and then all the TV spots. I'm like, no, I don't need to see any more. I've seen enough. Yeah. Yeah, the last the last thing enough. I watched was that was the the trailer with his mum and his dad yes. and yeah and, and the abomination, like and that's the last. That is it. That's, that's I'm not yeah. watching anymore. I don't need to, don't need to see. Surprise any more me of it. in the cinema in a couple of weeks' time, please. Um, so yeah, this, this is a previous version. This is either from earlier this year, or this trailer is not ready. So the internet speculation now because of this leak is, oh my god, they're obviously gonna post the trailer as soon as humanly possible which is why I was a bit reluctant to record this no morning. I understand because yeah. I was like oh god what if they do what, what if they post it like this fucking afternoon I would posit <laughs> as, I would one, posit as one posits that because we're still in the middle of a pandemic yes and people well, we're in the last half of a pandemic shall we say we're past the oh half oh god fingers crossed everything crossed yeah. we're not in the middle of it get anymore. your fucking vaccines anyway um <laughs> How we can pod and also make love. That because hey, <laughs> that because the visual effects studios probably ba- aren't back up to full capacity yet. So what's probably happening is this trailer's probably delayed mm. because they just aren't at capacity to finish all the visual effects yet. Very true. But also, the, the movie's fact that out, it's out in December, in three months, yeah, three and a bit suggests months, suggests that it should have been out already. Rounds. So I honestly think it's behind. I think I think that I think that could be it. I think the movie might get delayed. I kind of want it to. I mean, we've joked on here, but then I've I've kind of fallen into this way of thinking. It's so VFX. I hope it never comes out, and I don't mean that in like a, I hope something really horrible happens and the production's really troubled. I just think it would be amazing if, like, I ten think... years from now, we're like, "What the fuck happened to that third Spider-Man movie? Did they ever finish it?" They're gonna save the trailer <laughs> for the sixtieth, uh, <laughs> a year after it should have been out. The film's gonna come out in December, but uh, the trailer will come out next August. Yeah. That's the film will do. come out with all the previews still yeah. like half finished. It'll be early access. It'll be rubbery CGI Spider-Man. It'll be Disney. It'll be Disney's new uh, new segment on um, on Disney Plus. They'll have premier access mm. where you pay them, and they'll have early access where they pay you. Oh god! <laughs> and it's not finished. Now, speaking of that's, Spider, that's how you bring test audiences into the home. The No Way Home. The no- well, apparently not. Speaking of Spider-Man. If you want to avoid any more potential future spoilers, skip ahead three minutes from now, starting... <gasps> Dead air. Now, okay, so... Um, separate from the trailer... Oh, God. Which, of course, ends with what appears to be Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, including a hero shot of a tentacle slamming into the ground. It appears to be Alfred Molina. It's actually Don Cheadle in whiteface, <laughs> and he's going to come around and say, "It's me. I'm here. Get used to it." Is he going to be? Is he going to be reprising his role as Captain Planet? Yeah. Fan fucking. I'll turn you into a fucking tree. Oh my god! I think these pictures have been tracked down and deleted. No, oh, I found one. No. I found. Oh, I found. found, I found a tweet found with the men. One. I found a tweet with low res versions of the men. Okay, interesting. I love low res pictures. So takes me back to. Because Melina being there does unfortunately suggest that the oh my god the the theory we we've talked about is happening that the rumors of the internet are true the thing I didn't want to happen is fucking happening which always if 
I'm, I, I love I love me some Spidey, and again, I'm open to it. I might watch and go. Do you know what they executed that brilliantly? Do you I'm ever this, do you ever have but... that thing where you're like you start to think about something that could happen, and you're like, oh yeah, it'd be really good if this happened, but then you know that because you've thought it'd be good if it happened, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So in my case. Wouldn't it be great if we had a down to fucking earth MCU Spider Man movie yeah. where like Peter Parker is a friendly neighborhood Spider Man and all of his villains aren't just mishmashes from the rest of the Spider Man franchises because money? Okay, mm. so alongside oh, the trailer, no. this picture of Jamie Foxx has made it loose. I like that. He ain't blue. I like it. He's wearing a green and yellow jacket though. I like it. This image of Alfred Molina has gotten loose. I definitely don't hate it. He is, as sort of speculated, straight from the end of the second movie, which yeah. again makes me really fucking sad, because I'm like, yeah, he went through a redemption arc in that film. So if he just shows up now and is alive and a baddie, then fuck you, movie. Fuck you. Yeah. Now, I just... Uh. But there he is, as he said in that interview where he spoke where he opened his damn mouth, he fucked around and he found out... The tentacles will be mostly CGI, which makes me really sad because the practical effects in Spider-Man 2 were amazing. But look, there's the big old blue holes in the back of his oh, coat where they're going to add them. And most interestingly of all, confirming the supposed rumour, the big foe. Well, shit! In a green armour and a purple tunic. So... Well, shit! Yeah... You know what that would suggest to me? Mm -hmm. That this isn't necessarily mm -hmm. the versions of those characters from their respective films. See, that'd be fine with it's me. It's a multiversal thing of the now that we've introduced the multiverse and the idea and, and through what if. Yeah. These are alternate versions of those characters played by recognizable actors as a mm. shorthand. Yeah. For you know who they are. No, I don't hate that, but I just hope that doesn't stop them from doing versions of those characters going forward if they wished. Like, if they later on wanted to do a Max Dillon, for example, no, I don't think in the MCU, because... please do it with a different actor because you've established now, through Loki especially, that different versions look like well, different people and can be played that, by different that people. That trailer seems to imply that it's not. Keep it, keep it vague. I think we've hit the three minute mark. Yeah. Keep it vague. It's not. <laughs> In terms of in terms of there being no way home, yeah, it's that it's because Spider is traveling to other places, not other places are traveling to Spidey's New York. Well, you say that, but maybe the no way home is them not being able to get back. Well, the reason I say the former, and also there's only three. Well, the reason I say the former mm. is because it'd be, it, it'd be neat if they use shorthand, yeah, to foreshadow <clears throat> stuff that they can do later. So that's tease stuff that they can do later. It's also hilarious to think that again, no spoilers, no spoilers. That like the foes you might be facing in this movie are all old as balls. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, again, this is nothing to do with the trailer directly. Nothing in the trailer suggests this outright. But a lot of people living in LA have been bumping into Tobey Maguire lately, around the same places people have been bumping into Tom Holland. On their off days from reshoots. Well, on Tom Holland's off days from reshoots. But Maguire being around and looking trimmer than he has done in years. Listen, maybe he's just... If the, I'm maybe he's just now. had a glow up. If they... Tom Maguire's been through some shit. Yeah, and he's... Mostly self-inflicted. Mostly self-inflicted. He's uh, a prick. But, yeah. like, again, my favourite cinematic Spider-Man. The man's a prick. But, like, if... If they are doing this, and they leave out Andrew 
That's petty as fuck. Because that's a Sony thing, then. That's some... bullshit. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. But also, it's led to some brilliant memes with this leak. Oh, no. Namely, either... We'll put it this way. Spider-Man No Way Home was trending last night, but so was Kevin Feige. Um, because people are sharing memes. I'll show you with a few of the top okay, ones. Yeah. Kevin Feige right now. Tom Holland, no! What? what? Sorry, force of habit. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Where's the other one gone? Yeah, so a Green Goblin chasing Spider-Man and a behind-the-scenes pick from the original film. Kevin Feige's the Goblin, the motherfucker that leaked the No Way Home yeah, trailer okay. Spider-Man. Um, uh, my favourite recurring... Oh, God. <laughs> Sony, when they leaked the... Dr- uh, Sony... When the leaker dropped the trailer before they did. They stole it from me, Carmine! They took it! That was today! Today! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Oh, ho, ho, And my favourite recurring gag, which doesn't seem to be showing up in the feed now, is different images of Scarlett Johansson from Lucy, the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Uh, at various computers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Smirking, <laughs> it's like it's like the leaker revealed. Yeah. Um. So, Spider No Way Home coming to cinemas eventually. If you've not seen this leaked footage, wait. I'd recommend waiting. Wait for it to look pretty and and be interesting. And more than anything, what I'm taking from this is like the positive I'm taking from this. I'm really happy to see more of um, Cumberbatch and Wong. Like, in their respective roles. Yes. Because I just like them as strange I just, and long. I just like them. And it's, it's like, this is a nice dynamic. We didn't get to see a lot of them hanging out. Well, really, we haven't seen a lot of them hanging out. No. They become friends by the end of Doctor Strange. Yes. And then we see them chatting about tuna melts yes. in, in Infinity War. I, I, I Also, I, 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 <laughs> I like the dynamic of them Because Wong doesn't show up in Ragnarok, does he? It's just Doctor Strange. No, it's strange. Yeah. I like the dynamic of them being friends and not like a servant master relationship. Yes, thank you. And it's more it's more that Steven's the social supreme and Wong is there to make sure that it doesn't go to shit. Yeah. Essentially. Like Wong is the more experienced one who's like, I'm here to basically make sure you don't fuck up. Yeah. And it's like, this is great. Wong's the librarian. Yes. He's, he's Beyonce. Not, he's not yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not he's not a frontline uh, he's a very powerful magician, but he's not a frontline mage. He's a archivist and mm, Although he does he does he does fuck around and find out, he, as we're going to fuck he, around and yeah, find he out. Yeah, he can fucking throw down. As we're going to find out in two weeks' time. I can't. Oh, yeah. In Shang-Chi. That's going to be good. Um, that's going to... I hope... Uh, yeah, that's going to be good. No, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, Marvel, one Marvel to another Marvel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucking Eternals final trailer presumably dropped. Um, yeah, lots or at of, least the first full story trailer. Lots of super. I mean, Ak- Akaris, not super. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh come on. Oh come on. Oh contraire. Oh. Um, do you know what's weird? I saw it, so him blasting his eye lasers. I'm a fire I'm a laser. I'm not sure um, allowed to do that in a PG thirteen. Hey. I've seen a fair amount of comments on the old um, Twitter uh, when that trailer came out of massive like release the air cut Snyder cut fans talking positive about that saying they use the same laser eye effect where his eyes go veiny this is really cool and you're like is this what it takes to win you over to come and watch some films made by the other company okay sure you just wanted veiny because you know give me give me a few substances in about six hours i can give you veiny eyes like (laughs) i've got them now yeah um but i've also seen people going like oh it's just trying to copy Zack snyder style and you're like fuck 
off. Uh, yeah, it's really not. <laughs> Show me that you've never read a book without telling me you've never read a book. Just like, oh my god. There's nothing There's nothing of Zack Snyder's style in this. It's oh, too colourful. Oh, what's that? There's some environments and, and the camera's turned on. Yeah. There's, that's what, I mean, that's there the, you yeah. go. It's Zack just, Snyder has a visual style. Chloe Zhao has a completely different visual style. Yes. Um, and they're both great and they both have their merits, but this is not her doing a hymn. Like, fuck's sake. Uh, also, we've actually got a look at the villains now. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Crow. Crow seems to be the active antagonist. The deviants. The deviants and, and led by Crow, who in the comics is like a red dude, sometimes literally looking like the devil. Other times just a bearded, red-faced, bald guy in red armour. Now, he's a really tall, like, avatar action figure who's been sharpied over and covered in Play-Doh with tentacles coming out of his arms. Um, and Sounds hot. <laughs> just to remind you, who's Angelina Jolie playing? Uh, She's Ar- uh, Artemis, I want to say. No, that's not right. Athena? Athena. 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 So she's Athena. In the comics, Athena and Crow had a thing for a long time. Oh, I bet they did. So that suddenly adds new meaning to that bit in the trailer where he's picking her up and tying her hands together mm. and stroking her face. Mm. She's all zoned the fuck out, so... Like well, she's doing her eternal Zyroli... Mm. What we're basically saying is, we've seen enough hentai to speculate where this went between the sheets. But, um... Uh, yeah, Crow is getting there before Mr. Fantastic. Crow is um <laughs> So Crow seems to be our our active antagonist. But antagonist. <laughs> there's a much bigger motherfucker out there amongst the stars. What? Uh we've got Celestials. I mean, we knew we had Celestials, but we're seeing them in like full like hey camera. Drink it in. Drink Glory it in this yeah, trailer. We we got a little bit of We've got a little bit of it. We've got that f- great flashback in the first Guardians. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah. With the collector. More on him later. Big old Jack Kirby <laughs> ass Celestials. Mm. They're um, so weird. Like, they're so humanoid and yet so not. Yeah. Do you know what they remind me of? Big Daddies. Yeah. That's the bit. closest feeling I've ever yeah, had to a Celestial. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, seeing yeah. Celestials in the comics, even, even like the likes of Galactus and characters like that, the only time I've ever had the same kind of response was Big Daddies in Bioshock. Because it's just that thing of. I see, I see the humanity. I see the human outline, but this thing is not of this fucking earth. No, like this does not belong in existence. It feels like it should be removed from us, either because it's too powerful or too wrong. Um, so yeah, I'm racist against big daddies. What of it? Um, no, I'm just saying they're creepy, and I don't want them sharing a coke with me. Creepy paper. Speaking of which, we're not sponsored by Coca-Cola, but here's the sound of two cans clashing. Oh, that was very um, light and probably didn't pick up even so, after the noise amplification. Uh, what else we got? Gemma Chan being an absolute badass. Yeah. Um, and clearly the lead. Yes. Which makes me very happy. Uh, John Snow... Sorry, the Black Knight. Um, Black Knight. Asking the real... Black Knight. Asking the real questions. Where the fuck were you guys when yeah. Thanos did what he did? And well, Salma Hayat being like, hey, humanity's great. They fixed it. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, but you guys, <laughs> you guys were here too. Yeah, well, we were just... Now, I wonder if the film's going to be like, oh no, they all got snapped. Does, doesn't it say though that they, they, they weren't allowed to They weren't allowed intervene. to intervene. Someone above them yeah. is like, 
you you fight the deviants. Yeah. That's what you do. So they weren't actually that, allowed. That to. is all. So it's like, huh? So there's some big daddy celestial was like, no, 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 don't you dare! I'll kick you in the tit. Ah, yes, and I've got a big foot, and you've only got little tit. Little tit. Comparatively speaking, of course. Yeah, I mean, to a, to a foot that's the size of a skyscraper, yeah. everyone every, has a little every tit. Every tit is little. Um, <laughs> it's just a tittle. Fucking hell. Um, so, <laughs> we get a nice look at everybody, sort of get a little shining moment. Um, the fact that one of the cast looks like Ezra Miller really spooks me out. Yeah, um, uh, Barry... Allen. Oh, <laughs> and the fastest Barry Allen. I want to say. But everyone gets a nice little sort of moment in this trailer, like at least a visual cue for you to sort of go, okay, oh, yeah. Okay, alright. I've seen okay. everyone's face now. I recognise everybody. Alright, fair enough. Um, we get a lot of, like, <laughs> what if Angelina Jolie was Wonder Woman in the 90s vibes. Ah, uh, yes. my uh, I've, I've had that dream. Um... <laughs> but but it's but it's Girl Interrupted as a secret prequel. Ah. And Diana's personality is locked away inside of this uh, asylum. Isn't a secret prequel a sequel? A squeakquel. A squeakquel. No, hang on, that's a prequel featuring Skrillex. Um, <laughs> the streetquel. It's a nude sequel. That's the new that's uh, the new <laughs> Not to be confused with the other kind of streakquel, which is what happens if you don't wash your underwear for three days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. so You gotta wash your ass. This um, along with Shang-Chi have me really excited for the future of the Marvel Universe because we, we enjoyed Black Widow but it did feel a bit sort of like yeah okay whereas these two movies look more like oh this one's going to play and this one's going to fuck with your head and it's like okay yeah you have my interest which is why I think the release schedule is probably working out better for them because even though Spider-Man will sell tickets because it's Spider-Man the way that movie's leaning it's going to be a little bit... I think this is the Spider-Man movie in this version of the franchise that could confuse sort of more casual film uh, cinema goers a little bit because they're just like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. So, <clears throat> at the very least, you're not losing money if you're putting two brand new properties out there first. That's true. And then seeing if people show up to the Spidey movie. Um, it does look gorgeous, though. The Eternals is coming out in November, but they've put an asterisk on that. Um, it will also, unlike Shang-Chi, which is getting a cinema-only release, um, and I believe Scarlett Johansson's been promised 5% at the back end, um, uh, Eternals will be a cinematic and Disney Plus Premier Access release. Interesting. And I think that's because they're anticipating either, people don't own this property as well, so we'll give them the option to watch it at home if they want to, or... We don't know if the country's going to be safe enough again come November. Well... Because also, though, it's not the only Marvel movie to get its release date put back. Venom, Let There Be, Conwage has been put back to October. Also, though, just on that point, <clears throat> Nomadland, which was Chloe Zhao's Oscar winner, mm -hmm. is also on Disney+. Plus. So it might be ah, a good way for him to go, oh, promo. Hey, you liked Chloe, Chloe Zhao won his Oscar. She's also made the superhero movie, and you want to pay 20 quid, you can see it now. You, you could feel the marketing slash pride slash ticket selling like power when her name came up on the screen with Academy Award winning director cool, it was yeah. like yes yeah. yes we love to see it um, I really hope it's good I'm looking forward to it I'm just gonna 
we've got the the monitors up in front of us, and I'm just going to head on over to oh. the Marvel one and refresh Marvel Entertainment's YouTube channel just to make sure. Yeah, no, we're good. No, we're good. Doing it just to make sure that Spider Man hasn't snuck his bastard she, trailer. She open Sony Pictures when in another tab. Uh, Marvel Entertainment's main one does tend to get them right away. Um, uh, Marvel UK is always a good one as well for getting it up quite soon. Ah, muck. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So before we get before we go back to Marvel, you shills. Uh, before we go back to Marvel Actual and talk about this week's what ifs, cannibal shills. Spoilers on their way. Uh. Um, couple little uh, news bits to touch on. Yeah, give me your news bits. American McGee wants your thoughts and ideas on his next Alice Games story outline. Here's my idea. Don't. Fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. American, it takes you twenty years to make one. Stop! Why is your name an adjective? <laughs> I like American McGee's Alice. I quite enjoyed Madness Returns. There's 20 years between each game, my dude. The, the, Stop. The existence... But how does the fan base still exist for it? I'm so confused. The existence of American McGee does also imply the existence of a uh, Japanese McGee. And the South American South McGee, American McGee. <laughs> an Australian McGee, African McGee. Yeah. Well, no, no, because Africa's a continent. That's very Africa. true. South African McGee, <laughs> Congo, Congo McGee, Congo. Congo Congo. I'll be honest. That is a wonderful name. Uh, Congo McGee. Congo um, McGee. That sounds like an action adventure hero from Ken- 1930s pulp magazine. Kenyan McGee. He would unfortunately, of course, be white. And Ugandan McGee. Also, That's the entire magazine would be completely unpublishable today. But it would sound like a great name on the cover. Jamaican McGee. See, that just sounds like a fine whiskey. That's that's do you like a glass of Jamaican McGee. Oh fuck yeah! That's what I do when I'm I'm preparing Indian food. You Jam- oh, my Jamaican McGee. Fucking hell! <laughs> oh, no now, one tickles me like I tickle myself. As we're recording this. <laughs> Gamescom is still going on, so we don't have all the news from Gamescom, but it's kind of relevant. I've been playing Saints Row 4 for the first time this past week. I'm fucking loving it. Yeah, It's it's up my alley because it's that free-roam superhero thing with a sense of humour that's just like... It's not so much that I'm like, oh, this crude humour resonates with me, more than... I can't quite believe this is in here and that alone is making me laugh. I played a good chunk of the, of the, of the... The first one, of the third, the first one, the third one, and enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the um, first one where they start to go weird with it. Yeah, well, that's, that's where the they one... moved to Steelport and and, yeah, and Keith yeah, David's Keith David and. You have a mission set in cyberspace where you are a toilet for a little bit. Yeah, that's where that mission. Matt Miller's the villain, isn't it? Yeah, played by Yuri Lowenthal, which I didn't realize until someone pointed out on a stream. I was like, wait, fucking Spider Man's the British kid. There's that mission where you skydive onto a, a skydive assault onto a penthouse while power plays. What, can you ask? Yeah. I'm going to have to play the third so one, sky- aren't yeah, I? Yeah, it's like, it, do, it does the whole thing. Eh, eh, eh. And then you're just skydiving onto this penthouse and you're like, alright, okay. This game's got fucking style. The fourth one opens with you saving the world from a nuclear missile launch. Like yeah. the Third Street Saints are like a swap team yeah. working with um, Asher, so like MI6. You save the world and because you did it, you as the boss who, I don't know if it's the case in number three, but you're completely customizable. Yeah, what, what happens at the beginning of number three is that the beginning of number three is a, is a is a job that goes wrong where, where Johnny Gat dies. Yes, and, which is followed up in the, the fourth one. And the yeah. boss gets like critically injured, so you just re- you literally rebuild the boss. Fucking great surgery. I'm wondering um, if you can make the same version of the boss across three, four, and 
the sequel that may or may not be announced this week because Gamescom have teased uh, the setup at, at Gamescom. One of the people there at the event put a photo out saying we are absolutely bossing the event setup so far with a picture of a wall covered in graffiti mm. that says rebooting dot 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 and in the corner of the graffiti is a very distinct logo of the Third Street Saints. Uh, since then, the Saints Row website for the games, uh, the front page has been replaced with the rebooting graphic. So, my hopes are not for a restart to the series. Um, but I could understand if they wanted to, because they do kind of nuke the continuity in a fun way in number four. For those who don't know, the Saints Row series started as essentially a, wait, there's not a GTA out this year. Quick, make a GTA. And it was just sort of a PS2 era cashing in on, on a certain other franchise's popularity. But then started to go, do you know what? We don't need to be the same as Grand Theft Auto. Let's get weird. And then they get weirder. I mean, as Matt's just pointed out, the third one opens with the main character having to be reconstructed completely so you yeah. can customise them. Um, yeah, number four, my lead... My, my boss is... Um, Captain Carter-inspired, like, hench-thick lady of power. Of course it is. Of course she is. But, but, with an 80s Black Widow-style comic book um, Tenant Quiff haircut. Uh, voice of Laura Bailey. Although I was tempted, because what's great about it as well is you can pick male or female body type, completely customise the structure of the body type, yeah. and then still pick male or female voice of different varying, like, deepnesses and degrees. And There's, like, seven voice actors who voice the boss, and you can just pick between one of them. Yeah, it's very sort of gender-neutral. It's brilliant. Um, one, <laughs> But it's it's female voice one, two, three, male voice one, two, three, and Nolan North. <laughs> Nolan North is an option, and it is Nolan North as just the voice of the protagonist. They do get which in itself is a, is a wonderful parody as well of the fact that he is the voice of basically nearly every white protagonist in the PS3 action genres. You're not wrong. So that's kind of fun. But um, she's voiced by Laura Bailey, mine, and she's a fucking badass and an absolute drunkard. And I'm like, if there's another one. I would like to recreate this version of the boss, please, because I've gone on a fucking adventure with this character oh, now. I'd be interested to see where it goes from what I know about the ending of four. So yeah, I've, so I've not got to the end. I've not got to the end. But like the premise of four is, you save the world, you become the president, and then aliens invade, stick you, trap you in the Third Street Saints in different simulations because you're the most likely yes. ones to stop the invasion. Yeah. And then after you've broken out, and the game is you in a digital version of Steelport, which. Kinsey's hacked, so you have superpowers that yeah. develop as the game goes on. It's like prototype, but, you know, fun and good. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yes, those very important things. And I'm just like, I'm running around having a fucking great time, and you're slowly retrieving your staff, but during it, you've been told, and I don't know if it's true, again, I've not finished it, but you've been told that since you've been in the simulations, the Earth has already been destroyed. So you are fighting for nothing. Sim, you've been gone. Sim, Sim you've, you've been, been gone. gone. Um, it's so much fucking fun. The villain's great. The DLCs provide an alternate ending. There's just so many references and parodies woven into it. One of which is in the simulation. The billboards are saying things like, you know, obey. Like, it is useless to resist. Stop fighting. More will die if you continue. Things like that. Uh, which is obviously a very, um, you know, loving reference to They Live consume obey which itself this is your god is referenced by the fact that your vice president is actor now politician keith david played by keith david 
who when Julius comes up in something later on, people are like, don't you think he sounds a lot like, no, why does everyone keep saying that? Because <laughs> obviously he's played multiple roles in the series. Yeah. But Keith David is Keith David is Keith David. And when you finish his mission chain, uh, like side missions, you unlock an alternate costume called Rowdy, which is basically Roddy Piper. So it's like, just, is this whole game in existence just because they want to like homage they live? Can you make him eat that trash can? Unfortunately, no. Ah! But he isn't wearing the shades, so I think by law... Yeah, you got to start wearing those shades or start, or start eating, eating that, that trash can. can. Such a good fucking film. So Saints Row's either getting a reboot or a new entry. I hope it's a new entry. That's what I'd like. So we can keep the superpowers and things like that. Because it would suck to suddenly completely get rid of that when it became such a fun mechanic in this one. Mm. Um, So yeah, there's that. Uh, And also Black Canary! We're getting a Black Canary movie! Journey Smollett! Is getting a a Birds of Prey spin-off. Because I thought she was great in Birds of Prey. She's phenomenal. Downside... Yeah. It's an HBO Max release. So that's a downside for two reasons. One, outside of the US, we don't know where it'll show up then. Because the rights seem to be here, there, and everywhere for HBO Max releases. Yeah. Look at Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was a, it was a Sky slash Now TV uh, pay-per-view release. It wasn't... Oh, yeah, it was pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, so you had that. No, it and wasn't. Yeah, you paid money for it. No, you just had to subscribe. Oh, you're on you're on thingy movies, though, aren't you? It was on our TV. There you go. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not on normal yeah. TV because we, we didn't have access to it. If you had the movie pass, there you go. You crazy get... kids with your movie pass and so your it wasn't... and your in-house popcorn and your greased thighs. I don't have in-house popcorn. You still like it? Wow. But she does like the greased thighs. Wow. So we don't know if it's going to be the same for this or or nah. Uh, same with like the Peacemaker TV show, the the Gotham TV show, which is uh, the GCPD one, which is now looking more likely to not be centred specifically around the GCPD because it's been renamed internally as Arkham. And I'm like, no, don't don't go, what made money? Those games, I know, call the series after those games. No, stick to your fucking guns and make a show about the GCPD. You bastards. Um, anyway, uh... Again, wait until it's probably a less awkward time to make a show about police as the heroes. But still. uh, Yeah, it's like, what's going to happen? But also, it's like, okay, this could be... Aside from Black Adam coming out next year with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, this could be the first um, solo Person of Colour DCEU movie. Yes. Um... I mean Momoa, but I mean you yeah. know like we've not had Actually, we've not yeah, had yeah. we've not had like aside from you know because Dwayne Johnson's lineage is is a, a mix of different yeah. parentage, which is wonderful because it's like they do bring so much and cover so many bases and there's also funnily enough there are studies into that reasons why he is one of the biggest box office draws in the world because certain audiences that tend to sort of like respond more to seeing representation of themselves on the screen yeah. will show up to those movies. Um, because quite fucking right, and there should be more of them, obviously. Mm. Um, and Dwayne Rock Johnson's like entire family lineage, parentage crosses like five or six different ethnicities and countries. And also, he's a very plus he's big, handsome, charming as bastard. fuck. Yeah. yeah, but it's like okay, but Journey Smollett would be the first black female lead of a DCEU movie. Yeah, which is always good. But to stick it on HBO first is like. Well, it okay. goes back to the the sort of criticism that were leveled that was leveled at, at Disney for putting Black Widow on Premier Access. 
and yeah, their their second first female led yeah uh, film, also of the first sort of key female superhero character from their universe being shunted to this late like Cruella uh, went to Premier Access yeah Mulan went on to Premier Access. Like Widow went to Premier Access. Yeah. Shang-Chi's not going on to Premier Access. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man won't. Spider-Man won't. But they said that'll be theatrical. That's more because of Sony, I think. True. Yeah, and also Disney wouldn't get Premier Access thingy on that either. Yeah. But Sony could like make it digitally available. They so could. They could strike a deal with them. They could. They won't. If they wanted to be a bunch of... Co- oh, yeah, it's Sony. Yeah, Sony. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, I want to mention something a little... A little frivolous before we before we move on dive into the multiverse yeah uh it's tangentially related in, in that it's uh, animation oh yes so warhammer, warhammer plus is launching on the 25th why yes yes their own streaming service GW's own streaming service which is not just new animations it's also like uh hosted law videos and painting master classes and battle reports and stuff from the like their community team essentially and if you like warhammer either playing Taking yeah, part, yeah, or just like observing from the outside, we got a shitload of stuff for you. On yeah, here. they're doing digital archives of like their old written material, mm-hmm. like uh, and also like the DC Universe app yeah. was yeah. in theory. Yeah, <laughs> TV shows, um, documentaries, like fan content, and a backlog. Yeah, and it also includes the, the membership subscriptions for the 40k and Age of Sigma apps, which have like all your rules and army builders and stuff on, and things like that, and you get. Ex- exclusive access to like special edition models and stuff like that because of course you do but um, as part of the sort of launch hype they re- for 24 hours you could stream uh, an episode of their uh, anthology series Hammer and Bolter okay for free for what? so f- so for, 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 for free, free. only for 24 hours so ah. on Saturday they put uh, an episode of Hammer and Bolter up a name of Old Bailey. Um, and you got to watch it, and it was twenty minutes of just like it was like a twenty minute long heavy metal video, <laughs> basically. It's like watching someone play Doom Eternal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the animation's relatively simple. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of static images with like, and some of them it's like just a couple of frames of animation or like just lip sync and stuff. Um, but it as long as it tells a story. Well, it's one of those. It was, it was almost like a series of tab- of tableaus. Tableau with an X. Who knows? Lovely woman. Um, I'll show you the art style. Ta- Tabitha um, Lowe. Lovely woman. Yes. Tabitha Lowe. Tabitha Lowe. Tabitha Lowe. Sorry, it, we had to. Yeah, and I think it... it, it the, the interesting thing is that all the animations are going to be different styles. Okay. There's going to be different series. And within Hammer and Bolter, there's also, um, I guess, precedent for it to be... Um, even more varied because it would be it's an anthology series mm-hmm. um, let's see if this is what the TV, this might give you an, an idea of the animation style show me your tableau bar I'm not thinking about it it's, yeah it's that oh, kind I thought of that's pretty do you know it reminds me of and I mean this in every positive way possible Scream of the Shalka yeah it is a little bit like this element's of it, it's, 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 definitely, it's it. definitely a lot more um, fluid than Scream of the Shalka. But it's it's that kind of, you know, comic panel almost as as, as a direction. God, that does look nice. Mm. But yeah, so it's this basically... It's like, the, web, it's like a webcomic, but with a budget. Yeah, basically. Like, like the Black Panther one um, from a few years back and things like that. And then, But then one of the other series they've got launched on launch day, Angels of Death, is full CGI. Yeah. Um, 
And sounds really lovely. It sounds yeah. That's got a, <laughs> that's got like a weird outside where it's basically it looks like it's all black, white, and red. Um, like a newspaper. Yes, black, white, and red all over. Like a penguin falling down the stairs. <laughs> that's a nun falling down the stairs, isn't it? Black, white, and red all over. It's a penguin in a blender. Yes. Oh so god. So this is a this, again. This is a different sort of. Um, that, that, that's a delivery advert. That's not how it looks. Um, very foody, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> But yeah, I just thought Ooh. it was an, an interesting sort okay. of uh, a little tease. And the fact that they're just like, yeah, here, have an episode. Um, yeah, and I think it sets a good... I'm going to be getting it anyway, because of course I am. <laughs> I'm a big fucking nerd. You're a big but, simp. Um, big, big old simp. <laughs> uh, so They got you by the Warhammers. They got me by the, by the short and plastics. Um, <laughs> so... Because I, yes. I want both of those exclusive models, thank you very much. Um, I'm finally thinking about Marvel Unlimited, and it's the same thing because, like, yeah. the slightly because it's one year payment, isn't it? You, yeah, you can do it monthly. Or you can do it year. The yeah. slightly higher tier one year payment, like eighty quid, gets you a, a Stark Industries badge, yes. something else, and a limited edition Ms. Marvel in Spider-Man alternate costume. Yeah, and they changed that regularly. Like for a while, it was Captain Marvel, mm. and then it was X Force Deadpool for a little bit as well. Yeah, so um, so like basically every year it's like if you want to resub with the high package, you're gonna get a little something something. And I'm like, yeah. for the value of the figure, I might do that. So how much is how much is the Warhammer service? Gonna uh, be? It's a five a month or fifty for the year. That's really good. That's manageable um, as fuck. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna just dump up for the year with them adding extra stuff to the back catalogue. Like as time goes by, yeah, it's every Wednesday new stuff's gonna go. Oh up my god, can we get sponsorship? Um, they've got a lot of <laughs> they've got a lot of. Um, We've got a lot of stuff planned, but there's only two series that are definitely launched, and it's going to be week by week, so... It seems like on the first day, there'll basically be two episodes of stuff for you to watch. That's pretty cool. And then it'll go forward from there, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, like I say, like I've mentioned before, they've done a lot of um, recruiting of fan animators. Or fan animators. Fan animators. Uh, but, which has caused a little further backlash, because... Of course, they've had to update their terms of service on like fan creations, artworks, yeah. to have like, a zero-tolerance policy. And people uh, are getting upset about that. But I kind of always remember that being the case. Well, as long as you're not profiting from fan artwork, then yeah. you should be allowed to do it. Like but if the, you're profiting from it in any way, it's like, yeah, zero freaking tolerance. But like, there was a lot of backlash because one of the very one of the more popular fan series shut down mm-hmm. like when after this came out. But by their own admission, they hadn't been asked to. Yeah. They just shut down because they didn't want to bother with the with the potential. Oh, okay, of, yeah, uh, they kind of predicted the it. Potential of getting a C and D, um, but then it never came. Oh, so now there's a lot of people angry at the company for something that they've not actually done. Oh, like this creator. Are, they, are these are these guys yeah. well going like yeah no guys that's not how it happened but like not really fandoms no. already oh like, okay there's definitely a sort of I think they're sort of riding that wave a little like yeah. no come on come yeah, on get mad. Go on, and then people are getting upset at the company, and then like you guys just don't know how IP law works, do you? Like, also, also, it's it's difficult for me to sort of feel too much empathy for somebody who has created something, like made sort of like built a little career for themselves off exploiting something without a license to do so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand. I'm not like, oh yeah, the big companies rule, but also like it's not your property. Yeah. So of course, if the person who owns it, if, some, if someone's says, like, "Oh, did you did you make did you like you know make that badge yourself that one with the bloody you know 
Dalek on or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. Could you make me one? I'll, I'm, I'll, go on, I'll give you a five for it. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Opening up a stall somewhere, yeah, selling yeah. that. It's like, you're selling a bunch of stuff featuring characters that don't belong to you. Yeah. And that's the, that's, like, so that's, hmm. the, that's the thing. So, I'm not, you know, I don't want to... The trick is yeah. to charge £3 for the plastic bag and say that the item's free. Yes, that's how you do it. <laughs> Operate at a gloss. Uh, no, that doesn't work. Uh, Operate wearing lip gloss. Let's talk about what if. Speaking of lip gloss, doesn't transition. Doesn't look trans- Well, um, I don't know. There's a couple of characters who get a glam up in this episode. but There is a glow up like crazy for several. You're yeah. right. Um, and there's a fucking jacked up for one of them. So, spoilers yeah. ahead. We'll keep it spoilery, free, light-ish sort of for the next Why? five minutes. But then we're going to charge right in. Let's just charge right in. We're going to charge right in. Spoilers for uh, Disney Studios, Disney Plus, Marvel. It's a, it's a half hour long. There's not much you can talk what about if without spoilers. Episode something. 2, what if T'Challa became a Star-Lord? A Star-Lord, which I thought was interesting phrasing. Um, um, but it makes sense. Because he isn't Star-Lord. He's Star-Lord, but he's not Star-Lord. So, yeah. This show is fine. I like it, but I don't love it. Like, I, I know a bit of huge what if guy anyway. Yeah, I think that's what I think um, that's where I think he's I think he's different because I, yeah. I I I dug the fuck out of that book for years. It's not, it's not like I'm not like it's not I'm not, I'm not like I'm dismissive of it. I'm just not ma- unless it's a very interesting twist. I'm not massively engaged by it, and I and also what I think because they're we talked about this a little last week with the with the captain. Sorry, keep going. I'm just trying to see what my what-if volume is. Oh, it's Um, over there. Okay. We talked about this last week with the Captain America one of, I think it's too short because you get stuff in this Mm -hmm. and you get character beats in this that just don't... Even having seen the films and knowing those characters, they just don't quite work for me. Okay. To to, to be spoilery. Is one of them Grimace? Yeah. To be spoilery, I do not buy. I do not buy that T'Challa could have talked Thanos down from his genocidal plan. Hey, you weren't there for the con- you weren't there for the conversation, man. I just I just don't You buy weren't it. there for the conversation. I don't buy it. I just don't. It's because you don't know how it went. And do you know how it went? No, they don't either. He gave Thanos a handy. <laughs> and T'Challa, right, as well as being like a, a powerful diplomat. And a passionate warrior. He's got a great wrist action. He's got a fucking great technique. Just check out that action figure. He's got such a good um, technique. Like, seriously? He was just like, look, tell you what, you could you could kill the universe in Infinity Stones. I'd buy that. Or... I could cut the balls and work I the shaft. I could cut the balls and work the shaft. And Thanos yeah. was like, do you know what? It's, it's been it's been, it's a, long, it's been a, a long time since anyone's yeah. touched my big There's old... There's a reason I've big old purple purple staff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, but my my my, <laughs> my obsidian's arm holding uh, an apple. Um, to go on, fair, go for it. And then he did it. And then he was like, "If you give me one of them a week, yeah, I could see, I could see the beauty of the universe." Charles like, "You're on." All right, but if I miss a week, you get to bank it for the next one. On, on the plus side, you don't find it awkward that me and your daughter totally have a thing. Well, oh, she's my yeah. well, she's my adopted daughter, so I don't mind. Great, no worries. Let's yeah, go. Good one, Charles. Let's go. Um, good one, Charles. I love that. That's unspoken. Like, there's never any confirmation, but the way that Karen Gillan delivers yeah. it heavily implies that Nebula and T'Challa, fuck. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, I mean, why not? Um, <laughs> even bald. Uh, 
So yeah, so, so, so let, let's see. Let's, let's 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 break down the thingy and we'll we'll hit the well, points. I just want to say that it's go. only a mi- it's only a minor nitpick. Like he says that, but he's currently burning a physical yeah, copy of it, true. which is weird. Like, it's not been released. It's not been released physically. I made this one because it's just like no. Um, James McAvoy was a copy of Oblivion. Yeah, I. It's just it's just it's it's an it's not a it doesn't spoil the episode for me, but it stops. It stops it from going... Your verisimilitude is compromised. Yeah, it stops it from going from I like this to I love this. So if because t- so much of it is good. If you took out Thanos, then maybe, do you think that'd be... Yeah, probably. That'd make it flow for you better? It just felt a bit... What's the word? Of a stretch. It, no, not a stretch. It just felt a bit pat. Okay. It did, however, just for narrative reasons, give us the chance to hear Josh Brolin reprise the role. I do I mean, some, yeah, I do some I'm not, weird with it. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, it just, it just. I, I think it I, just... I'll be honest, I think that's why they did it. I think that was in the writers' room. Someone went, "God, could you imagine?" And then they went, "Fuck it, let's put it in yeah. there." That feels like a. That feels like what well, that. Is. But at the same time, the show kind of. So the the, the basic premise is. The, the difference here, as the Watcher establishes, in a, in a slightly extended bit of animation from him at the beginning... Yes. Uh, ...which I like, because more Jeffrey Wright is always good, um, was that... More Jeffrey Wright is never wrong. The difference here is, when Yondu was sent by Ego to retrieve his kid from Earth, this time, in this timeline, he outsourced it to his minions. Yeah. Craglin so, and, and, and Taserface. Um, go to Earth, they look for alien signatures... And they arrive at the border of Wakanda. Because, of course, underneath Wakanda is a giant shitting vibranium meteorite. Yep. So they go there. They find T'Challa, who as a child, like, makes a point of saying, like, come on. He keeps, you know, talking to his dad, talking to, to Baba, being like, there's a world out there. Why are we staying so secluded? Why are we staying so hidden? And T'Chaka is... Which is interesting, because T'Chaka is, like, looking like 90s T'Chaka. But talking like 2010s to Joker. Yeah. But I understand that because it would be a bit weird in the same episode. It would be odd, yeah. For, yeah. So uh, it's cool. It's cool that. Oh, is the actor plays to Joker? Uh, I'll pull up the castle. Captain Lovely talk. Man. It's great that he got to have two bites of the apple and got to play. T'Chaka as the Black Panther as well as older T'Chaka. I quite. I, I appreciated that. So. Um, He's, he's saying, like, you know, we're not ready yet. And it's great because that's consistent with T'Challa in the films. Yeah. Because, of course, how does Black Panther end? He opens Wakanda up to the world, like, so that they can actually communicate and, and talk. It's things that we will see the results of in Wakanda Forever uh, late next year. But, um, yeah, it, it's he get, he manages to get to the border of Wakanda and he gets taken away by Kraglin and Taserface, who, when they present T'Challa to Yondu, Yondu's like, that's not the kid. Like, there's even a picture of, of Peter Quill on the thing. He's like, it's not the kid. They're like, but they all look alike. He's got two, was it two hairy holes, two sea yeah. holes, and one eat hole. Is <laughs> John Carney is uh, T'Chaka. Yes, John Carney doing a great job. Um, this, again, so this one, all the major players are reprising their roles. Yes. Every major character in this is reprising their role. Every single one the only people that didn't reprise their roles were Batista as Drax uh, Fred Tattershaw provides the role of Drax for the few lines he has Dave Batista was asked about it online and he said they never called which is weird so I think what they assumed <laughs> was I think what they assumed was maybe oh it's only a couple lines you won't do it but they did that with every other cast member in this even the ones who have a couple lines like Denai Guerrero has one line yeah. and it's Denai Guerrero yeah. um, someone has since come out from the show and said no we we sent out the call to him 
so it looks like it's gone through a few layers and it just some, yeah, like so, somewhere in Dave's representation yeah. has gone oh it's just like one line for however much no no yeah. pass on it and it's like but if you just put that to Dave he would have gone yeah I'll do it I don't give a shit what they're gonna it's one line they're gonna pay me in like a gift basket yeah. fuck it yeah I'll do it let's it's go not, why yeah. not Tattashaw does a pretty good job as Drax though yeah, it's I like mean, yeah that's Drax Tattashaw's He's a fucking pro. Like, he knows what he's we doing. Know, we, he, knows what he's, he knows what he's about. You need someone to Hulk out, Tatsuya can Hulk out. Um, and of course, only one of the characters in the little stinger at the end was played by the original actor. Yes, because Chris Pratt doesn't play Starlord, which again, I get because his line is just like, we're closed. So, yeah. sure, makes sense, fine. But, um, yeah, every fucking other character is the original actor, which just makes me happy because it's like, yay, more Sean Gunn. Because he's lovely. Yes. Bit of craggling. <clears throat> Looking different in the flashback. Early, the early sequence that he does later. And it's like... So we skip ahead 20 years. We're now in um, 2008. Yes. So we're not even at the time of the first Guardians movie. The first Guardians movie takes place in 2014. Yeah. So way sooner than that, um, we find out that in 20 years, T'Challa has not only turned the Ravagers into like a, a band of heroes... The Ravagers are seen as Robin Hood figures now. And not just like Yondu's group, like the entire Ravager code has changed. Yeah. Because T'Challa has like brought them round to basically, look, let's fight against tyranny and make the world a better place by screwing over the bad people. Yeah, like the old folk hero, Robin Leach. I fucking love that. That was so good. Um, but like, that's, do you know what I mean? That That's, oh my God. So I love that. I love the idea that kid T'Challa read about Robin Hood and decided that was his ethos. Mm. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to do this. He's been told since that he can't go back to Wakanda. He's thought about it. Unlike Star-Lord, who just never went home. Yeah. Uh, no, Peter Quill never went home. This Star-Lord, T'Challa's thought about it, but Yondu told him that there was a horrible war that wiped Wakanda off the map. Mm. So he can't go back. Um, because this Yondu, unlike the movie Yondu, doesn't take time to show off how much he actually cares about his young sort of charge. This Yondu clearly cares about T'Challa from the start. Yeah. And, and like, he's your father and your daddy. Like, well, he's, he's absolutely that, bonded with him. It's that initial interaction of just, like, T'Challa being, oh, oh, this is this is cool. This is, oh, you're it? Yeah, so you, you, you don't seem spooked out by yeah, any of this. So there's yeah. no conflict early on. T'Challa's just like, yeah, all right, fucking. Whereas I can imagine with... Quill's freaking just, out. Yeah. I mean, he, he grew up sort of being roughhoused a bit. Yeah. Unless, except for the flashbacks in Volume Two, where it's like, no, they hung out and shot lasers, and mm-hmm. he's played by the kid who played Stanley in it oh, <laughs> for like two shots. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> um, it's playing Stanley, but with Bill Denver hair. Um, so yeah, it was, it was Bill Denver in it. You're the Stephen King guy. Yeah. Yay! I remembered a thing. Did you? Bu 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 Billy boy. Um, so. Uh, and not only in the 20 years has he set the Ravagers straight, but he's known as an actual hero around the galaxy. Yeah. Certain events get mirrored. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we learn that quite early on, as he's at the temple on um, whatever it's fucking called, that um, we learn that Ronan the Accuser is out there looking for Infinity Stones. Yes. So Ronan's looking for Infinity Stones. He sends Korath. Or he's looking for that Infinity Stone. Yeah, definitely the Power Stone. He's, he's, he sends uh, Korath. And Korath rocks up. 
And we get the Star-Lord moment. You could say he was being pursued by Korath. Oh my god, there we go. Hey. And Korath, played once again by Digimon Honsu, being an absolute fucking legend. Getting... Digimon Honsu's having a fucking great oh, he time. Comes out as, he comes out as the, like, outside of real-world circumstances, making someone's performance the most poignant. He's the breakout star in this episode. Because he's just... Because we yeah. get the famous, like, Star-Lord, like, reveal, and he just goes... Oh my god, it's Star-Lord! And you realise how different to Charles' path has been from Peter Quill's. That Korath, whose most famous quoted line from the films is... Who? Um, is now a fucking fanboy. And we get to see what happens when you as a minion are up against someone you actually admire. And you're like, oh, um, <clears throat> oh my god, we have to fight now. Yeah. Uh, how should we do this? I, I mean, I don't really want to... Can I use the gun? Shoot you. Uh, can I use the gun? Yeah, Charles like, you can use the gun. Like, use yeah, the gun. He's like, oh, I don't know. Um, go fisticuffs or... Oh, okay. Because he obviously like doesn't want to... He doesn't want to kill T'Challa. Because <laughs> he's such a no fan. No one wants to kill T'Challa. <laughs> but I love the fact that he like takes me like, it's a good fight, wasn't it? It's like the John yeah. Wick kind of moment. <laughs> Number three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fight John. Fight John. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah and, and, and then Charles like oh fuck it we can take it because he even says like do, do you need someone else because like, I can switch sides yeah. I don't care it's like I will I will leave Ronan and join you right no, now no one fucking likes Ronan like uh, it's a shame that we didn't get at least one thingy from Ronan like a post credits or something of Ronan sat on, on his ship being like where the fuck is he he's <laughs> looking at his watch <laughs> because uh, uh, like he doesn't find out does he he doesn't, he doesn't find out what's happened to Korra no it's just who joins the Ravagers and then they go to a bar and they're on a gale time and they meet up with their contact, Nebula, who's credited as Heist Nebula. Yeah. Um, They've done a Marvel Legends ever as well. Yeah, she's in the, she's yeah. in the wave. Um, and Nebula is sans cybernetics bar an augment in her face. Yeah, she's still got both arms. So, yeah, she's got both arms. She's not replaced with any other sort of parts <clears throat> she's her own agent she's living a big old happy life with a big old blonde like wave of hair and yeah that was spa- sparkly cocktail dresses showing up to this party and everyone being like yay it's nebula way it's a party. Woohoo, it's everyone's favorite nebula it's nebula and you're like already this is weird yeah but of course she's not been fucked with and of course she's not a psychopath murderer because eight years before this is sorry this is six years before the events of the original Guardians would have taken place. Yeah. And at some point in the years prior to this, T'Challa, point of contention, talked Thanos out of his plan. Yeah. So, presumably, Thanos... Uh, um, this was presumably... In fact, here's the thing as well. Considering Nebula's not been tinkered with at all, and considering there is no Gamora... There is no Gamora, yeah. Only Zool. He might have won Thanos over super early. I'm not saying that as like a defensive it all, but like, what if Kid T'Challa's the one who speaks to Thanos? Well, we know Thanos does like kids, to be fair. That's true. He's charmed by kids. He looks for like protégés. He looks for people to sort of join him in his war. Yeah, he does, and, and he, he, he's in a, a father. Fucking twisted way. Yeah. So like, what if what if it's Kid T'Challa that sways him, sees him round, which is why he's extra mellow and nowhere near as like rough and combat ready as he is as we know him yeah, later because I think that's just the, that's the thing I can't quite buy is going from like the earliest Sh- shoulder punching the Hulk yeah <laughs> to fucking um, 
this chill Thanos. But I think the other reason why he's like that is so that he can make a commentary on the weird side of the internet that went, I mean, he's got a point though, hasn't he? Yeah. To have every other character going, no, it's genocide. It's, it's genocide. Yeah, like, because he's like, I still thought it's not genocide. Who <laughs> was it? That sounded <laughs> quite at the end. That's an awful lot of genocide. No, it isn't, see, because it's random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's still genocide, my dude. Um, <laughs> it's efficient. But I, lo- I think that's. Ultimately, I think that's why he's in this, to make a commentary on that weird, weirdly thriving real-world perspective that Thanos was right. It's like an and incel to point who out got to people, laid. Yeah, it's like people going, no, yeah, exactly. He's an incel who got laid and is still a bit like, I mean, but all ones, though. And everyone's going, dude, no, come on. No, you, you, come on. You've form, you formed a romantic relationship now and you should be you should be understanding that you were thinking like a dickhead before. No, I understand. Like, you've got you've to wake up and smell the smell the hummus. Um, but it does mean we get also a really fun alternate Brolin performance as well, where he's just more mellow and chill. And it does mean that the Black Order, his longest serving yes. members, are still out there. They've just gravitated toward... The classic power vacuum storyline. I love a power vacuum. It does suck you in, to be fair. Because with Thanos not being the biggest bad in the galaxy anymore, people who wanted to be the biggest bads or work with him or, like, study under him or admired him have found someone else. It's not you, Thanos. It's me. No, it's you, Thanos. No, it's Thanos. Thanos. Because in this continuity, in this timeline, (laughs) Tavanalia, the Collector... Played confusingly by Benicio del Toro, who's having a blast, but so much of the internet were like, "That's is not that, him, though, right?" That's it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's him. Weird. It's fucking it him. Is weird. But I kind of dig it because, like, he's being really, he's being really flamboyant. Yeah. And he has been flamboyant. We first meet him in the Dark World's post-credit scene. Oh, he's super weird. And he, he's yeah. weird in that. In Guardians, he's more, like, mysterious. But also super weird. Super weird, but but again, way more low-key in his delivery. Then the version we think we see of him in Infinity War, he's been super fucking weird. Yeah. Like, he's been super weird. <laughs> Hell, the, the, the out-of-continuity, but based-on-continuity Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout Disney's California Adventure ride version of it, played by Benicio Del Toro, is a bit more sinister and low-key, but that's because he has to be to set up the stakes of the ride before you go on it and the team break out. Yeah, yeah. Like, in this, he's playing a cartoon version who has become basically the kingpin of space by collecting the most dangerous weaponry he can. Including Cap Shield. Including Cap Shield and Mjolnir. Yeah. It's like, what happened to the Avengers? And again, this is set four years before the events of when the Avengers would take place. Yeah. So he's got Cap Shield, he's got Mjolnir, he's got Hela's helmet. So obviously in this timeline, Helmet. Now in this timeline, either things played out differently... I mean, really, it's all just for reference and because it means a fun fight sequence. Oh yeah. Although he, although I respect, I respect the restraint of them not using Mjolnir or the shield. Yes. Well, he won't uh, be just, able to just leaving Mjolnir. them in the background. That's true. He won't be able to lift Mjolnir, but he can have it framed oh, on a bracket. Would no. Not to Charla. In fact, I was half expecting that. I was half expecting him to walk over to the thingy to Charla during the fight, grab Mjolnir, not knowing obviously, and just twat the collector with it. Yeah. Because we, be the viewers, would be like, 
Of course he could. Of course. Of fucking course. Especially this version of T'Challa, who has basically just been a hero to the galaxy. He's a king! Goddamn king. Have you ever seen that short webcomic where Thor... It's a, it's a chat between Thor and Mr. Rogers. Ugh. On, on the rooftop, and Thor's, like, just sort of pondering stuff that's bothering him, and Mr. Rogers chats with him, and then, like, before they, like, they get up, and he invites him down for a cup of cocoa, he just casually, Fred Rogers just picks up Milner and hands it to Thor, mm. and Thor's face is like, fuck, what? Huh? But it's like, if what any human being on this planet could have done fuck? it, it would have been Mr. Rogers. Yeah, well. Um... <laughs> In a bloodstained sweater. It's um, a beautiful name for a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful day, day for a neighbor. It's a beautiful day for Would, slaughter. Could you be mine? Could you be mine? Could you be Mjolnir? Sorry. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, the collector's Hellas helmet. So obviously things are played differently, or maybe he sent dudes down to different planets to collect as much shit as possible. He does love to send dudes. Although he definitely met Hella, because he's like, what a woman. And he does, he does the, he does the, he does, he does the smooth back the helmet thing. But obviously, it's stuck in one shape because it's just a static object. That's yeah. not part of her. But that means, oh my god, that means they, they like ripped it from her. How? Oh my god! I don't know, but it's a cool visual, and I love that he's just summoning Necro. We get, we get, I want to see. We get an in continuity slash show naming of Necro Swords yeah. as well. I'm like, this is some nerdy shit, and I love it. So yeah, um, the collector's the big bad, and Nebula plans a heist to steal from him. I can't remember what they call it now, but it's basically a uh, a, terra, a terraforming the seeds of Genesis. That's it. It's a, it's a terra no, embers of Genesis. Embers of Genesis. It's a terraforming pod that when they basically hit a barren planet with it, the plan is they're going to steal it, hit a barren planet with it, turn it into like the most lush like uh, 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 stack like stocked yeah. garden of all time. And use it to feed the, that part of the galaxy. It's the Genesis machine from Wrath of Khan, but it works. Yeah, they're go- they're going to feed a solar system yeah. forever. They're going to feed more. It's, it's 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 like it's not just one. It's it. They, they allow They'll be able them to, to grow others. Multiple planets and yeah. So it's like this is awesome. These guys are superheroes. This is wonderful. Except now Nebula betrays them because T'Challa is actually something that the Collector is after. Except then we find out no, that was part of the plan anyway. Um, I love that we get a triple cross. You son of a bitch, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. You son of a bitch. It's it's a heist what you expect. It is. Um, but in this mission, we T'Challa finds amongst a bunch of ships, and there's there's a load of like again Easter eggs galore. Pause your screen and have a look through and find the different find the different ships. Oh, I can't remember what it was now, but um, the the Milano. They're flying the Milano. It's called the Mandela. But it's called the Mandela. Yeah. Such a great reference. Yeah. It's great. Um. So, he finds a, a Wakandan space vessel in this gallery. Yes. Inside, there are sort of mannequins wearing the pilot outfits of what appears to be Dora Milaje, implying that this vessel was found or shot down. Yeah. They were killed, but their costumes have been saved for prosper for like prosperity and uh, 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 not prosperity posterity posterity posterity. Um, and once T'Challa arrives, a message plays of King T'Chaka, now older. Basically, they know he's out there somewhere. Yeah, and they're trying to find him. And they've developed space yeah. travel to find T'Challa. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, that's incredible. So in their version, they've still not gone out to the world yet. 
they've, they've reached out to the stars to find his son because he knows he's out there somewhere. Yeah. And wherever you are, I am proud of you. And it's just like, fuck. Oh my God. And I wonder whether that was the original dialogue for that scene or whether that was amended since. Maybe. Because, fuck. But obviously it's there narratively for T'Challa to genuinely discover that Wakanda's still out there. And when he confronts Yondu on it, we get this wonderful scene where basically Yondu saying without saying it is like, I, I don't, I didn't want to lose you. Like, yeah, I, I, you know, he's like, you, you and me were the same. You belong out here. And he's, he's, he's right. He's talking about how like all they need is space. Like the two of them, they have that wonderful scene where the two of them are in the cockpit and they're just staring out at the galaxy and they're mm. both the most content they've ever been. All you need is space. But he, he by the end, of course, Yondu comes around and is like, you, you need to at least check in. You need to at least go home. You're your own man now. Like, based on the timeline, he's at least in his um, late uh, late 20s, early, early 30s. 30s yeah. So he's like, your own man, let's take you back. Um, but I love that. And again, Rooker gets to... It's not the gut punch of, he, he may have been your father boy, but he, he isn't your daddy. Like, it's none of, there's no gut punch like that. No. But Rooker can handle emotional stuff. I'll be honest, Rooker was the was the odd one out for me in this in terms of the actor who seemed like he was a little off base with yeah, voice acting you, slightly. His performance was great, but he just sort of was a little... I think he's overthinking it too much in terms yeah, of how maybe. to perform it. Same way um, Dominic Cooper was with episode one. That means that it's also a very different Yondu. Yeah, he's a lot more mellow. He's yeah. a lot more chill. I mean, this, this taser face would never dream of a mutiny. Like It's, no. it's everyone's it's like on board. It's so good. Um... Working for the Guardian, uh, not for Guardian, for the Collector, we've got the Black Order. Uh, oh, and also, I can't remember her name now, but his uh, assistant, who is, again, the same actor, Karina. Yes. Is the same actor who played her in Guardians. Yes. The who, probably who, named Ophelia Loverbond. What a great name! Mm. Who gets to, like in that film, she take, gets revenge, but it's a kamikaze version, and it doesn't pay off. In this version, oh, fuck me. Revenge! So good. Um, so we get Karina and she gets to finally have the Collector murdered by a, a wave of, of his um, cap- cap- captives. A wave of mutilation, one um, say. Yeah, Cosmo leaves and joins the Ravagers. Yeah, stowaway. Howard is somewhere in the Collector's base getting drunk yeah. at a bar. Seth Green reprises the role and gets some yeah, fucking lines. I, uh, yeah, I was like to see just, I like to see just Howard playing around a bit. Like, And I like how this Howard, there's sort of an implication that maybe he's broken out before. But he does it just to get a drink. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> and then he probably goes back to it. I feel his... like he has it pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, he's, he, he he's just chill. feels like, eh, I, get, I get a drink whenever I want. I just chill, watch shit go by. You know, fuck Loki. He could actually be the connection to the multiverse. Because Howard the Duck isn't just like a random duck on the duck planet. No, he's... He's, he's from a dimension where yeah, everyone's a duck. He's trapped in a world he never made. Yeah. He's a streetwise duck out of water. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, it's great to hear Seth Green getting to like play him for longer than a, like a, a throwaway comedy line, which made me very happy. I never thought I'd say this, but I'd really like another Howard the Duck movie. Me too. Me too. Just more Howard Just the Duck. Just do an animated movies. one on Disney Plus, set in the MCU. Why don't they, why don't they use him for the Marvel Zombies episode? Just oh, like he'll Marvel show up. Zombies 3. He'll show up. Was it 3 that was Howard, or was it 4? There's one that's Howard and Machine Man. I think it was 4. Yes. Hang on. It's on a fucking shelf. Because that's where they Behind go, you, and it's yeah. like the, the kingpin, but he stops everyone yeah, from meeting his wife, and then yeah, because it's it's, ma- it's Machine Man, Jocasta, uh, Jocasta, Jocasta, and and Howard the Duck, yeah, um, become sort of the the de facto go out there and fight the zombies yeah. team because yeah, they're working for armor. Yes, um, with acronyms. 
Yes, which also features as an advisor the severed zombie head of uh, Janet Van Dyne. Ah, yes. Who's slowly coming to and is being more rational because the hunger has sort of left her system, but she's still the undead. God, it's a great series. Not if you're not if you're a Black Panther fan. <laughs> T'Challa gets. I mean, he's alive. But he's half the man he used to be. He's yep. Oh God. <laughs> Fuck you, zombie Hank Pym. Yay! Fuck you. Um, I just need to keep it at bay. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's dreaming. She's, she's doing the Black Panther music. She's doing a little hiccup while she's sleeping. Oh, bless her. Um, so we're the Black Order are, are around as well. Uh, oh, we also get uh, we get some nice close-up shots of exhibits we know are in the collector's thingy from the film. Like, there's a Dark Elf gets a hero shot and everything. Yeah, that's great. Which is really cool. A Dark Elf dagger is used in the fight. Um... But yeah, I love that T'Challa and, and Yondu have got like Thor and Loki style code names for moves. Yeah. Stick, is it Sticky Fingers? Sticky Fingers. <laughs> you should be the glue. <laughs> you. Did, you, you did keep the fact that my country, like my, my people were alive from me for years, so you can be the glue. <laughs> it's like, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but while that's going on, um, the heist is rumbled, so Nebula uh, is in trouble. Uh, she's being pursued by... Well, hang on, let's, let's talk him through. Um, Ebony Moore is dispatched pretty fucking quickly. Even though he looked great in animation, and it was the same voice as well. Yeah. Um, what happened to Corvus Glaive? Oh, he was like shot into yeah, ice or something and shattered, yeah. wasn't he? Um, he? Oh yeah, his voice actor didn't return. That was Fred Tattashaw as well. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but... Uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Is it Carrie Coon? Carrie Coon is Proxima Midnight. Reprises yeah. Proxima Midnight, who is like the glorified receptionist to the collector at yeah. first. Like she's the security at the front desk, basically. But then she and Cull Obsidian rock up uh, and have a, a knuckle, a knuckle, full knuckle drag out fist fight with Thanos. Which again, like if he's a if he's a more mellow one and has been for years, he's not. They don't they don't say it in the film, but in the comics, Thanos is as powerful as he is because he's done shit to his body. Yeah. Like, he's put shit inside himself. He's also fueled by rage and insanity. Yeah. So, more Mellow Thanos. I can buy him being not as... Not strong enough to, like, completely knock them both out right away. Like, I could buy him being beaten up. Yeah. Um, I can can buy him being beaten up. And it also means that lovely dramatic payoff of Nebula rocking in. Which, in this universe, is just... uh, They're a bit... They're a bit detached from each other. Well, I imagine they had... They still had a... A bit of history, yeah. yeah. But like, she's still got the eye. Yeah. So they have that, and then they get together and sort of see through those differences. But obviously, it's more poignant because we know what their relationship's like in the main universe. It's like, yeah. oh shit, here's a happy version for these two. And you get the nice bit where they're like leaping at the ship as it flies off and everything. Um, yeah, and our, our wrap up is uh, they get the. the Embers of Genesis. Embers of Genesis, that's it. Sorry, Matt I, right now is tickling yeah. our dog and she's smiling. To be fair, I, I only watched the episode this morning so I can relate. I can I can remember all this stuff. Dude, she's got a grin on her face. I know she's she smiling. Is. I know she is. She's so comfy in your arms. Yeah. Oh my God. And isn't everyone? I don't know. You never hold me with your arms. <laughs> Holding my greased thighs. Um... <laughs> Broken him. What's she wrestling name again? I've been tra- oh, Mr. Irresistible. Mr. Irresistible. Does he have greased thighs? Can't you? Uh, well, he'll grease whatever you want. <laughs> you want it greased, he'll grease it. He will. He will choke slam you with passion. 
<laughs> he will. He will stone cold stunner you with love. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just they, ask me. they go back to Wakanda, and T'Challa saves Yondu from having to say what happened. Yeah. That he she changes the story so that they found T'Challa and saved him and and took him to see the stars. It wasn't a, oh yeah, they kidnapped me and they just never brought me back and then lied to me about it. Which I think is right because T'Chaka and, and his his, his mum and, and everyone, like their response is, you know, um, thank you. Like, do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. proud, they're proud of who he's become. They, they meet his new family, his found family. And the you family get, you get the sense that like... Way. You get the sense that like Wakanda and the Ravagers are about to become one big happy unit. Like it's yeah. it's going to be this thing where like maybe Wakanda is their home on Earth. That's going to be first contact for them. Yeah, and it's like that is amazing. And you're like, this is beautiful, and the dialogue is really, really extra poignant because we know that this is the last time we're going to see Chadwick Boseman sort of be the star of a story as this character. Yeah. Seems like he's going to be in this series again later on, but this is like the starring role. And he gets his dedication in this. And he gets his dedication at the end. And it's like, this is wonderful and really sweet, but it's a what-if story. So it's got to have it's, a twist. It's Twilight Zone. There's yeah. always, in a good what-if especially, there is always a little button at the end that suggests to you this isn't the best timeline. Like... Y'all, y'all have had some fun. It's not the sacred timeline. Yeah, y- y'all have had. Oh god, y'all have had some fun, but we don't want you preferring this timeline to the one you have. So we have to give you a little something that makes you real fucking sad. So last week was Captain Carter getting an ending like Steve does in the main timeline, where yeah. she's separated from him by decades. In this one. Now, early 20, early 30-something Peter Quill. I think we worked it out a while ago that in the film, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill's like 36, 37. Yeah. He's like, he's like mid to late 30s. So this would be a bit younger, like early 30s. FTL trouble makes him younger. <laughs> Space makes you younger. Space! Um, Theory of relativity. Peter Quill is working at the Dairy Queen in his hometown. He's still using a Sony Walkman with the cassettes in, because why not? Fuck it. Yeah. He's obviously very happy with it. It's probably the one his mum still gave him when yeah. she was young. Because he would have had to process that trauma with his family. He's grown up. He's grown up an orphan, probably living with um, his granddad Grandpa, and yeah. stuff. Grandpa Quill. And he's cleaning the store. He seems ha- he seems content enough. Like he's singing to himself while he's mopping up after hours. As you content know? as someone can be working, working in a Dairy Queen. Fast food job, yeah. And then some people is content. We get a visitor. Finally answering the question from earlier in the episode. If they didn't pick up Ego's kid. Isn't Ego going to know? Well, it turns out Ego eventually noticed. But also, why did I see Kurt Russell in the credits and he hasn't turned up yet? What? That's Kurt Russell. Oh, in the opening. Yeah, yeah. I thought at the end I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Ego. Just rocks up. Says like, we've got a lot of catching up to do. And then his eyes go all glowy, implying that this Peter Quill's probably about to get corrupted, and to, if he is like the one in our universe, the main universe, he's the one who will unlock the whole celestial power boost thing, and he goes about to destroy the universe. And then the Watchers are like... He goes about to activate all of his seed-like pod things yeah. around the universe, 
and kill everyone. Yeah, and the Watcher's like, but that's a story <laughs> for another time. Sorry, is the Watcher played by the aliens from Galaxy yeah, Quest? No. That's a story <laughs> for another time. My <laughs> 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 grandpa's hammer. Um, never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Galaxy Quest is so good. We give Galaxy Quest a ten out of ten. Um, I really, I really dug this one. Um, I just, I don't know. I love, and I love that Twilight Zone ending of. Oh, fuck, everyone's going to die now. <laughs> Everybody's going to die. Everybody's dead, Dave. Do we know what next week is? Based on the trailers, there's a, there's my a, suspicion is... A screen cap on IMDb. Let me have a look. I was going to say, based on the trailers, my suspicion is either Doctor Strange or the Killmonger slash Iron Man episode. Oh, yeah, because I know, because I saw that screen uh, thumbnail of that on the on the, the Marvel YouTube when you had it up before. Marvel YouTube. Ba, no, no, the, ba, ba, the, the screen cap for it on IMDb is Asgardian. Oh, so it's the um, the Loki episode. Yeah. With uh, Party then, Thor, as he's credited. Oh, nice. Then 1.4. Plot is in order at this time, but it's got Doctor Strange in the thumbnail. Episode 5 has Thor in the thumbnail. Um, okay. Episode 6, I think, is the Killmonger Iron Man 1. Episode 7 looks to be the... Spider-Man, Doctor Strange one, the the Sorcerer Spider-Man. Episode eight looks to be Marvel Zombies, and then episode one, uh, nine seems to be Doctor Strange focused again. That's interesting because if Spidey's in one episode as Sorcerer Supreme Spider-Man, the action figure for him is called Zombie Hunter Spider-Man. Oh, Zombie Hunter Spidey, because I'm sure they're trying to circum mm. uh, circumvent Sony profits in some way by calling him Iron Spider and Spidey on the merchandise sometimes. Um, and then the zombies episodes after that. Yes. I think this is where we're going to start to see the, uh, the series art kind of bleed. Well, on, on IMDb, there's the summary for episode 9 is... Oh, here we go. Minor spoilers. Minor spoilers. In an alternate timeline, Vision becomes an all-powerful android known as Infinite Ultron when merged with rival android Ultron. Now it's up to the newly formed Guardians of the Multiverse to put an end to his reign before it's too late. Fuck. So the last couple of episodes are going to be like a cross, big old crossover Seems event. like it. Okay, I, I, I can fuck with um, that. I can fuck with that. Yeah, because episode 8 is like, it's Marvel Zombies. And then episode 7, 6... Uh, episode 7 and 6 don't have episode descriptions. Episode 5 is, what if Thor was banished to Earth but was still worthy of his mantle? Oh! Um, okay, yeah, that's four interesting. Has a, this plot is, the plot is unknown at this time. And then episode 3 says... What if Loki presented himself to the governments of Earth as King of Asgard using all his diplomacy? Oh, okay. So we're getting a Loki's gonna fuck around and find out episode. Yeah, apparently so. I'm down with that. I'm very down with that. I'm, do you know what? Bring it on. It's a half hour cartoon show once a week with characters we like doing weird shit. Yeah, I'm not in love with it, but it's it's fine. It's fine. I, I could do with him being 45 minutes, maybe. And just to get a little yeah. more fleshed out. But... At the same time, because they're half an hour, they're nice and easy breezy. Lemon uh, squeezy. Get them in and outy. What about your belly button? Well, yeah. What about my belly button? Terrible. But you know what isn't terrible? The uh, fact that Minnie's just used both of our legs to scale back down to the ground, which you could have just let off of your leg. God, I'm covered in dog hair now. Why have I done this to myself? You're an allergic boy. Oh my God, I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done... I can't believe you've done this. But on the plus side... Um, 
I've just checked Twitter. Yeah. Trailer's still not out, so oh, McLean, McLean. You had me you had me on the precipice then. If, if the trailer does somehow come the fuck out before this episode goes out, one of us will do a little video on the YouTube. It won't be talking me. about it's not it. Being working. I'll end up doing a little video on the YouTube, yeah. probably from on the train to work. Because I, I won't see it until like six o'clock in the evening at the earliest. The Eternals trailer came out on uh, Thursday morning, like 8am here. Yeah. Uh, because the comments were just full of American viewers going, why the fuck are you releasing a trailer at 3am? And people having to remind them that you're not the only country yeah. in the world, guys. But also, I was already t- I was already two hours into my work day at that point, so. That's true. Uh, I didn't get to watch it until that evening. So what else is true? What? You can get in touch. Oh. BigDamnContact at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at BigDamnCast. Don't forget to hit up twitch.tv slash BigDamnStream to watch this beautiful boy beat things to Be a pulp. Beautiful boy! With his thumbs. He beat them so hard that it was like they were the, the mouse pad on a Mac. And um, callback. Callback. done a couple of those this episode. It's mm. almost like we're getting good at this. We'll leave them with one thought. Stole it from me, Carmine! They took it! That was today! Today! Bye!